0: Before we begin, I have an announcement to make. This will be the last episode of season 1. Check back in September for the beginning of season 2. I want to sincerely thank you for joining me for this first season. If you found it helpful, please do me a huge favor and tell others. And if you're so inclined, please rate and or review it on your listening platform. And now, On with the show. We say we believe in God, in His words, and Heaven, but our actions don't always reflect what we believe. We say we believe that this world is temporary and that Heaven is eternal. But do you ever find yourself focusing mostly on your life here? My name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Odyssey Home. It's true that this life is the only one we've ever known. This is the only one we've ever seen, touched, and experienced. But it's not the only one in which we say we believe. How many times do we focus on our career at the expense of our faith? How many times do we worry about money and material possessions? How many times are we overcome with fear when we have a health scare and plead with God to heal us. And of course, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be diligent in our workplace, wise with our money, or seek health. Those are all things we can find examples of in the Bible and are very good. However, if we spend more time and effort investing in this life rather than in the one to come, then it becomes a problem. If we aren't more concerned in preparing for the life to come than we are worrying about the life we have, then we're missing the big picture. God gave us a wonderful world in which we live. This planet and universe are full of beauty and majesty and are meant to be experienced and admired. They are the handiwork of our Creator. They demonstrate His might and grandeur. But we can't worship the created in place or in addition to the Creator. Or, said another way, we can't busy our lives doing quote-unquote important things and miss that God is the one who put those things in our lives to add to our lives, not to take His place. But that's so easy to do, isn't it? This life is full of things pulling us every which way, some good and some bad. And maybe that's one of Satan's tools to keep us distracted. Can we be so distracted by good things that we miss the best and most important things? Are we ever too busy? quote-unquote, serving God, to follow him? In Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, we see an example of this played out in a very literal sort of way. Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet. Listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Can't you just see this from Martha's perspective? This passage says she was making preparations, which, I would assume, based on the context, would be preparing food for Jesus and any others who were with him. I mean, she's preparing food for the Messiah. And all her sister can do is sit there at Jesus' feet and listen to him? If I was in her shoes, I might have done the very same thing. Doesn't Jesus see that Martha needs help? Why does he continue to allow her sister to sit there listening to him? But then, can't you see this from Mary's perspective? Can't you see the importance of what she's witnessing? She's sitting and listening to the words of the Messiah. And while I'm not sure either of them fully grasp the significance of Jesus' mission and short time on earth, I'm sure they at least knew of what others had attested about him, the things they've witnessed him do, his power and authority. It seems, though, that of the two of them, Mary had a better idea than Martha of the significance of Jesus and his words. Martha was doing something good. She was literally serving God. But she missed this amazing opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus. I wonder if Martha ever looked back at this years later with regret or embarrassment and thought, wow, I can't believe I did that. Whether or not she did, I have had so many times in my own life that I have. I look back at opportunities to follow God and really do what he asked me to do as a Christian. But I was too busy doing important things, or what I thought were important things. A few chapters later, in Luke 13, verses 10-17, through We see a more radical example of this play out. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who for eighteen years had had a sickness caused by a spirit, and she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called over to her and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made erect again and began glorifying God. But the synagogue official, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, There are six days on which work should be done. So come during them and get healed, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites! Does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead him away to water him? And this woman, a daughter of Abraham as she is, whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? Now we can make a great argument that the synagogue official's heart was hard. I mean, he just witnessed a miracle and is complaining about the day it happened. That takes some serious callousness to do that. Could he have missed the important things going on here by any wider of a margin? This guy was way off. But also, in his mind, he was honoring the law. He was honoring God. He thought he was serving God and was doing important things. When we look at him from our perspective, 2,000 years later, we can see how far off he was. But we can't overlook the fact that he really thought he was doing what was right and important. He was so busy serving God in his own mind that he overlooked the suffering of a fellow believer. He overlooked the joy of that fellow believer being freed from the prison of illness. And while it's easy to point our finger and judge him, do we ever do the same thing? When I'm on my way to church and I'm running late, can I be bothered by the woman begging on the street corner? Can I be bothered to help the elderly man I see trying to carry groceries back to his car? Can I be bothered to take the time and ask the person behind the register at the coffee shop what's wrong when I clearly see on her face that something bad has happened in her life? Can I be bothered to follow Christ and serve others? Or am I too busy? doing important things. If we can turn our focus away from ourselves and onto others to serve them as Jesus did, then we can really serve God because we will be following Jesus' example while he was on this earth. As Jesus teaches in Matthew chapter 25, what we do for others, we do for Him. Serving God is about much more than church. Serving God involves serving others. It involves following Him to the fullest extent, emptying ourselves of ourselves, and realizing what the truly important things really are. This episode was written and produced by me, Keegan Peck, with theme music by Amy Ferris and additional music by selections from Epidemic Sound. For more information, please visit the show's website at theodysseyhome.com. That's theodyssey O D Y S S E Y home.com. There you can find more information about the podcast and a way to contact me. I'd love to hear from you. Watch for future episodes released every two weeks. See you next time. And thanks for listening.